At the dawn of humankind's third age, the last of the Babylon stations was constructed. Its narrative captured the attention of many fans in the 1990s. While some of it was what we had seen before, the overarching story was unique and compelling and something we had not seen from American science fiction on television. Babylon 5 is a five-mile-long self-contained world. Throughout its story, it's a dream, it's a port of call, it's a beacon, and it's a dangerous place. But it's also the galaxy's last, best hope for peace and victory. As one chapter of its story ends, another begins. This is about how Babylon 5 endures. Hey, we're back. We're back. It's been a few weeks. We've been busy. But hi. Hi. Mona, are you there? I am busy as bees. Oh, there we go. Okay. All right. We did not lose Mona. Yeah. Yeah, we've been busy. So we apologize if you if we left you hanging after, you know, that season two opener. I apologize for nothing. It, okay. So she apologizes for nothing. Are you sure about that? I mean, in this context specifically, yes. Okay. All right. So, so hey, tonight. Yeah. Tonight. Mm-hmm. We are talking about some revelations. See how I worked the title thought, on there. I thought you were going to say Game of Thrones. Oh God, no. House of Targaryen, House of the Dragon. <sighs> Let the dragons eat all of those assholes. Um. <laughs> I'm sorry. If you enjoy Game of Thrones, I don't mean to um, uh, uh, take a crap on your fandom. Please enjoy what you enjoy. I do not enjoy Game of Thrones. I don't enjoy the books. I don't enjoy the TV series. Um, the role-playing game is kind of cool. Of I was going to ask. Everybody loves Telltale. I miss Telltale. No, no, no. no. I'm talking about the tabletop role Oh, I'm talking about the Telltale game. That was dope. Yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't touch that, but the 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 tabletop role playing game is is pretty good. Um, but you know, I think I think you can really easily put, um, Westeros, you know, into Dungeons and Dragons or something like that, and have the same sort of story game. So, but hey. We're not yeah. here to talk about Game of Thrones. We're here to talk about Babylon 5. Damn right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I've been paying attention a little bit more to Straczynski's tweets, and he hasn't said anything really new yet as of late. Okay. Um, so, you know, he basically, the only thing he basically said is, yeah, we're just plugging along. You know, we're just continuing to work on it. So... Hopefully, within a year, we'll be looking at the uh, at the uh, premiere of of the reboot. So that's exciting. Yeah, yeah, I think it is. I'd really love to see some casting news. He did say, "What did I read? That there was going to be maybe we mentioned it on the last episode that 
they were going to actually do something with the surviving cast members of the original show. Yeah, that's what I heard too. Yeah. But I wonder how. I don't know. I don't know. He, he said something along the lines of it's it's going to be somewhat surprising. It's going to be fun, you know, and, and they're going to find a way to, they're, they're, they've got something planned out already. So I'm looking forward to that. I think it'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be kind of fun to see, you know, Boxleitner and Jurassic and, you know, that whole crew show back up uh bill mummy's still alive who else is still around um both telepaths so tallman and um what's the name of the woman who's who's the woman who plays talia i'm blanking on her name oh well i i mean they're they're both still alive so yeah there could be there could be some interesting stuff told there. Claudia Christian's still alive. So, yeah. Yeah. You know who isn't still alive? Elizabeth Sheridan. I was muted that whole time. You didn't hear any of my guesses. <laughs> I didn't hear any of your guesses. What were your guesses? You were muted. I was like, Patricia? Uh, yeah. I was trying to think of um, the tele both of the telepaths' names. Patricia Tallman. Yeah. Right. And then who was the other lady though? The Talia is played by <sighs> crap. Why am I forgetting her name? No. She's the one who was married to Jerry Doyle. Is Andrea she? Thompson. Oh. There we go. She does not appreciate any of the podcasts that I've been in. I'm I'm making coffee. I'm gonna go and unmute again, but I'm here. Okay. All right. So while Mona is making coffee, yeah, yeah, it would it, it would be kind of cool to see see all of them show up. I'm really curious as to how they're going to work things now that uh, that um, from what I last checked. Oh 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 oh! It's not Elizabeth Sheridan who's dead. That's right. It's Anna Sheridan who's dead. That's right. Sorry. You know, we get to, we get to see John Sheridan come to some closure over his wife. Or does he? Dum dum dum. You know? So yeah. Yeah. Alright. So without 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 uh Mona here to bounce off of. I'm just sort of sitting here talking to the screen. It's very interesting. Mona. Mona. I'm you? here. There we go. I'm just making coffee like okay. every American. And this is it. When you say talking to a screen alone, you know, Joffrey. Yeah. That's the whole reason we're here so that people don't have to. Instead well, of talking. Cool your television screen alone or perhaps computer screen yeah. uh, now you can turn us on and watch with us and instead of just speaking into the void sometimes the that's void true. will speak that's true hi that's mihai here it is. hey mihai i hope hey cat are you here she might be 
you know, but also anybody new listening who's named Cat, there you go. That's hey, why we're here. Yeah. Or anybody new who's listening whose name is Beehive. You know, what we should do is go to like a gas station and look at all of the the nameplate magnets and such, the keychains, and and all and write down a list, or maybe just, just take a picture with our phone, and you know, call out to those people who maybe because we call it to Mihai every week, and you know, uh, Mihai, we love you and miss you, but yes. I bet you not a lot of people in our audience are named Mihai. I I I, I agree, I agree. You know, so maybe next time you want to try a Jocelyn, you know, okay. maybe right. uh, maybe some Thoreau's. Yeah, a wider net. A wider net's what I'm Beauregard. talking about. Oh, I love Beauregard. Isn't that an underused name? It is. Beauregard. It is. Beauregard. It makes me feel safe. Beauregard. Mm. I love it. I can see that. Sure. I can see that. Paisley. All right. Paisley is a good one. Hey, Paisley. Hi, Paisley. Pass the popcorn, Paisley. <laughs> I think Paisley, and I immediately think Prince. Sorry. Sorry, if your name I is Paisley. David Tennant. I, I think am... David Tennant, and I think uh, Karen Gilliam. Okay. All right. That's fair. That's fair. There's because I'm thinking of Doctor Who. That's yep. why I'm going to be honest yep. here. It's all about Doctor Who. Yep. It'll always come back to Doctor Who, like every episode. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So here we are. We're into the second season now, and we're going to get some revelations. In fact, we're going to see Delenn do her best Korg impression. Is she getting out of the chrysalis yet? Is I, I think maybe, you know, and, and I think, I think, I think we're going to get to see Delenn made of rock, right? Um, okay. Yeah. Of yeah. crystals, of triangles for sure. Because I'll tell you the opening shot here. It says danger. Yes, it does. That's uh, it's true. a biohazard and danger hazardous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, maybe we ought to hit play and just start talking about this thing. So on uh, one, two, three, four, five. All right. All right. Yep, that says danger. All right. This is team three. They're in position. There's dramatic music. I love the captions. I love dramatic music. It's so dramatic. So of all the people to be complaining, Malari is complaining. I, I love... I love Lanier's response. You know, she's indisposed. She's in a cocoon. Yes. And Natoth just looks like she's going to tear Malari's head off at some point. I'm really liking Malari's hair. It is a little more... It's like done. It looks yeah. great. Yeah. But I think we're just seeing them get a higher um, production value budget, you know? I think so, too. All yes. around. I love that, that Kosh can actually emote using the, the uh, shutter in his suit. Yeah. 
Puppetry. Yeah. Body puppetry. Where is Ambassador Jakar? He left to investigate our base in Quadrant 37. He can take care of himself. Can he take care of himself? I hope we really get to spend time on Narn in the reboot. I hope we do too. And I'm curious to see what what the the ships look like and things like that. I, I really do enjoy the Narn ships here. I, I enjoy the different designs of of the ships. You know, the, yeah, the shadow ships that... are very 90s. I will say that. But and... they're all really innovative compared to other, like, uh, ship tropes in sci-fi. Agreed. I mean, I think they do it best in Bab 5. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And and they did a very good job of trying to show different, right, concepts. The shadows look sort of like viral Right, like yes. actual viruses, right? And you allow the shape of the ship and to kind of tell a story. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I agree. Yeah. Story. How did um, this group come to power and how did they come to space? Like it says something. Do they run their ship off of like people? You know? Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this this opening, still getting used to this opening, right? It's still a it's still a bit of a rough opening for me. I think I think really once we get to season three, that's really the opening that starts clicking in place for me. But I do like that they try to give everybody their their five seconds their credit exactly. Yeah. Each get five seconds. Yep. Andrea Thompson. Andrea Thompson, there she is. Robert Ressler. We never talk about Robert Ressler. Why don't we talk about Robert Ressler? Who who's that? He's the pilot. Oh, you know, I was just thinking that I I didn't remember his character. I I, I mean his character is gone really fast right so all right so we're outside the station again okay it's like the yeah. renaissance building yeah sure yeah yeah i wonder if that restaurant moves all right garibaldi's aid he doesn't get a name he's just garibaldi's aid So we really get the, you know, I, I think I think this is the only time we see Anna not as Melissa Gilbert. Isn't it? I, I don't know. I think. Yeah, I mean, on Wikipedia, she is listed as Melissa Gilbert, so. Yeah. Uh. Okay. 
but this is interesting. We're going to use that. Oh, to... yeah. We're going back to the lady who's the mom of Bill Mummy yeah. in another show. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, we're doing a good job of, of calling back, right, and picking up those those ideas from the first season. So. Yeah. And I, I, I'm impressed that Sheridan is willing to try this stuff. Because Sheridan is much more a by-the-book kind of guy than Sinclair is. So. I mean... Sinc well, yeah, Sinclair has a purpose. He's got a, what do you call it, a uh, destiny. So. Yes. Well, so does Sheridan. Yeah, but Sinclair, he's just absolutely right on time. True. Sinclair's sister. You gained some weight. What a passive aggressive jerk. <laughs> Mr. Morden. Like, I don't see you for the first time in a long time. And the first time, first thing I say is, you've gained weight. I know. I don't care if I'm smiling if I do. That's a dick move. Well, you know, brothers and sisters, that sort of thing. Nah, it's still a dick move. Yeah. Absolutely. So. Ugh. Morden, 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 Morden. I almost think they should bring the same exact actor back to play Morden in the reboot. What's, what's this actor doing now? Um, uh, he is... He's doing... I don't think he's doing much, but I do believe he's still around. Um, Ed Wasser, right? That's right. That's his name. Um, born nineteen sixty four. Um, like Last thing he supposedly did was 2017 TV show called The Universe Unplugged or something like that. Yeah. So not really busy, but yeah, I, I'd still say he should be he should be the one that comes back and does that. 
Yeah, that would be sweet. Yeah. All right. So now we get into the now we get into the nitty-gritty between John and Elizabeth. Brings what back, John? What does it bring back? Why has it been two years? How has it been two years? You know, and I, I can appreciate his acting here. His sister really likes getting these digs in here, doesn't she? You're getting fat. She was my friend longer than she was married to you. That sort of thing. Uh, the discussion is tabled. Wow. Hey, look, it's a cocoon and some triangles. Okay. So now we're going to try and bring back Garibaldi. So, Sheridan plugging in. All right, it, it's intriguing because Stephen originally was going to going to to be the one to plug in on this thing, but now Sheridan's going to do it. Yeah, yeah. So again, I think this shows how Sheridan is this sort of by-the-book kind of guy. He takes over B5, it becomes his responsibility, right? So, bandit collar shirts again, too. They really love those bandit collar shirts. Now, well, folks, Mona ran into some issues, so I am going to pause right here. So please pause. If you need to know where to pause, I want you to pause at roughly the
pause at roughly the 12 minute 47 mark. And let's just wait a couple of seconds. Hey! You back? There we go. You're back. Hello! You're Can back. you hear me? Yes. The audience and I just paused. Oh, good. Thank you. You're welcome. Let me try to be in the same spot. Because everything just froze. Um, I'm... I'm I'm at uh, 1247. Oh, the okay, Toth let me move is about to enter Jakar's headquarters, uh, Jakar's quarters. All right, I'm at 1247. Okay, so folks, set yourself at about roughly 1247, right? Different files and different streaming might be at different different times, but you know, you want it where uh, uh, Sheridan and Stephen have just agreed to to try and use the alien device to revive Garibaldi, and uh, now we're going into Natoth uh, entering um, entering Jakar's headquarters. So, let's start this up in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. And she's clearly distracted by something, but but you see, that's just it. So she can't read in that red room either. Look at that. <laughs> Don't use the door light. He's back. And I really think this is the beginning of that spiritual journey Chikar goes on. Right. We have to weep for the future. He's looking into the darkness. I, I think this is really where we start to see the true... You know, we, we saw some of the pivot in Jakar's character in the first season. This is the one that really we see the pivot. Because this is where we're really starting to see the exact opposition that is coming up between Jakar and Molari in this episode. Mm. <clears throat> you know, and he's going into their holy books and talking about an enemy that was destroyed a millennium ago. So the Narn were basically supposed to be uh, like the Bajorans. Yeah, yeah, I could see that, sure. I could see that. No. Right, we're supposed to be evoking these this ancient, evil, thousand-year-old sort of race. A lot of Lovecraftian, like, ideas at play there in terms of this old, eldritch race that has been hiding and biding its time. <coughs> hey, look, triangles. Yep, and that's how you know the what's about to happen. Is opening. And then Garibaldi. It, this looks a lot like Troll 2. It's the cocoon opening. <laughs> Been a while. Hey, Michael. Hi. You're awake. 
what? So, so the contract, the whole contract thing is over. Possibly. Yep. Yep. Garibaldi's awake. Uh. <laughs> or just say it there. Garibaldi falls asleep with, for a little With plenty while. of witnesses. Yeah. <sighs> no, but you didn't know Sheridan either. This is this is the thing that kills me. You didn't know Sheridan either. Sinclair. Sorry, Sinclair. Jeez. You didn't know Sinclair either. So, yeah. But didn't the, shouldn't the cameras have seen you? This is, you know, way far in the future. You know, they don't do a lot of cameras. Haven't you noticed that? Which is weird. I mean, go to London. CCTV's everywhere. I know. This, you know, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah, this this episode is really setting up the di the dichotomy between Jakar, Cardassians and Bajorans. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you know, I mean, they're they're yet yet another similarity between this series and Deep Space Nine. Well, we can say similarity, or we can say that you know this series was stolen by Paramount. It just you know, I mean, Straczynski basically says this stuff is a similarity. Uh -huh. You know, so I'll I'll say okay, yeah, similarity. Uh oh. Oh, so that. Oh yeah, yeah. See, troll uh -oh. two. Hmm. So where is she, Lanier? Eating vegan. She is now a beautiful butterfly. From here, you all look like ants. Yes. Now, I find it intriguing that she cloaked herself. And look at her. She's got this rocky hand, right? She's doing her best cork yeah. cosplay. My name's Delenn. I'm made of rock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dr. Franklin, you aren't going to have any damn clue as to how to deal with this. But hey, I'm going to give you a call anyway. Well, you know, he is human. Well, yeah, but I don't know if Lanier knows that that was what the the process was. Right, but maybe to. maybe humans ha like know about rock stuff. Maybe, maybe. 
you know. She's not ill, doctor. She's, uh, she's hiding under there. Now, that, I, I'm trying to figure out why the. rock, right? Like V, because it looks also reptilian, like oh, sure. you know, V. Yeah, okay. In reverse. Right. But it does, you're right, you're right, it does look kind of reptilian. Sure. Sure. I just recently got a... Uh, Diana revealed Funko Pop. Sorry, V's V's a, a guilty pleasure of mine. I really enjoy V. Jane Badler, you know, if you're out there, you know, you you were the first real bad girl that I fell for. <sighs> so. So now now we get survivors guilt from Sheridan about his wife being gone. You know, and, and I get this. But it's difficult to say that somebody who's exploring is going to be you know, is going to be on that ship because of the fact that her husband is off dealing with, with, uh, you know, a, a, basically a military tour, right? So. Ah. Uh. do like their communicators. I actually think I prefer those communicators over like the next gen next generation ones. But hmm. Difficult one to say whether or not she'd still be there, John. So. He forgot to say I love her. I'll make it up to you. Why does his sister look like look like she's just barely humoring him? 
Because she's a, I think she's a sociopath. <laughs> I'm not making fun of sociopaths. I just don't trust her. Like she studied that when people are upset, yeah. you can hug them and put your head on their shoulders. So she's trying something new. There we go. All right. So now we're back to sort of V in reverse. I mean, is it, you know, I don't know if I'd necessarily say it's reptilian. Because once we see her face, right, which we will in just a second here. I mean, when I joke about the fact that, that she's, she's sort of doing Korg cosplay, she is sort of doing Korg cosplay. <laughs> You know who I mean by Korg, right? You've you've seen the Thor movies with Korg in them? Yep. Okay. Just double checking. So here we go. Here we go. Jakar. And you know, why is Kosh so quiet here? Maybe it's a test. He wants to see what everybody does. So Jakar is actually ready to completely turn his back on, on what his leadership tells him to do. Well, he's willing to, you know, do what he needs to do for the wormhole aliens. Yes, basically. But he is the one who is who is sounding the alarm bells. He is the one who is really raising the flag and saying this is going to be an issue. Is it just me, or is Jakar's Jakar's um, contacts brighter red? Um, it might be the lighting, but yeah, yeah, they are coming across as brighter. Natoths were coming across as brighter too. Yeah, I agree. So it could be lighting, but... Well, all right. Garibaldi really isn't particularly fond of telepaths, but he's going to let Talia rummage around inside his head. See if he can, if he's hiding anything about who shot him. But ultimately, these are invasive as like the Vulcan mind meld. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. People call things discomfort and they just mean pain. 
Yes. Yes, they do. Why is his memory in black and white? Um, because it adds a dramatic effect. Oh, there's a mirror conveniently placed in front of him. You know, where the camera should be? Yeah. There was a mirror. Huh. But no camera. Oh, come on, uh, guy. He fell for the old one, too. I know. <laughs> this is... Very stereotypical police mentality. I mean, you want to say stereotypical? You want to say nothing's changed? Yeah. Yeah. And this is very stereotypical tough guy Garibaldi. Because I'm a tough guy. This is it, though. He doesn't. Uh, it's far enough in the future where he can do things remotely. <laughs> but you can't. You can't intimidate remotely. You can't slam your cane down on. The, oh, on the I have some uh, recent lawsuits on Hulu that beg to differ, sir. You absolutely can remotely disturb yeah, and intimidate you can't do someone. That. I mean, this is it. Legally, he's not supposed to do that in the first place. This is police brutality still. Yes. He's I got great so hair. Funny. And that down light? Yeah. That yeah, down, like, wow, look at those curls. My goodness. Yeah. This one pulls in another reference to The Prisoner, the 1960s British TV show. So, you know, and, and it's also a reference that uh, Bester had in his last episode before this, I think. Yeah. See, all of that is not allowed. It's space law. They're still bound by Earth law. Hey, Garibaldi. They love button-down shirts. Love so, them. that be seeing you, of course, is the reference to the prisoner. 
so we are playing with this idea of Garibaldi in the role of number six from The Prisoner. And again, if you haven't watched The Prisoner, definitely well worth watching. Gets a little trippy at points. You know, it is a very 1960s sort of thing. Mm. President Clark. President Clark looks like a toe. Wouldn't you say that? No. Yeah, he looks like a big toe. I'm pretty sure I've seen that toe in Quentin Tarantino movies. <laughs> huh. And now we've got a... Now we've got a... a conspiracy going on back at earth no that would have sorry like the drum head and things like that would have been would have been a few years before this for tng wouldn't it the what the drum head the conspiracy back at earth in tng that would have been like oh the one right 91 with the, with the with the earwigs yeah 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 yeah. oh yeah that was a terrifying episode but yeah that was like 1991 wasn't it yeah it was con con and that episode really opened up a lot of nightmare juice oh i'm for sure. a lot of people i'm sure i'm sure all right The Narn are now jumping into normal space, and bum bum bum, someone's waiting. Boom. Hey, that Narn ship that was sent off—it uh, stained glass mosaic. Didn't, didn't shatter really ship. Make it. Mm. Yeah, their eyes were both saturated, like yeah. bright red. Yeah. I wonder if it was a season two thing. And so Jakar is realizing someone might I mean, he's not wrong. He's not. He's not. Really, this whole time he's had great instincts. And hey, now we're going to distract from what's going on with the shadows. And now for our big reveal. They didn't do a great job of hiding that lock of hair right on her right side. You can see it. There we go. 
I mean, or her hands, really. Well, that's true, too. I have to imagine she was, Mira Furlong was actually kind of thankful not to be going through the same amount of makeup that she was prior. Oh, yeah. Because I've fallen in love with her. <laughs> HIPAA. Like, why would you ask that? HIPAA. I'm sure it exists in the future. Because <laughs> she's been holding back on you, John. John, your sister hates you. <laughs> she's been holding on to this recording of your wife for two years <laughs> and she could have emailed it she could have gotten it to him oh my god data crystal and there Octavia we go she's gone. called it bye-bye when I drop that off, and I don't want to be here emotionally for you after you watch it. I know. So you can you can email me your response. Yeah. Well, definitely not Melissa Gilbert, but I wonder why they recast. I mean, obviously, Fox Lightner and Gilbert were married at the time, so it made a little bit of sense to cast her. Hey, he realizes that he wasn't necessarily at fault. But yeah, I, I seriously have to question. If you get this message from your brother's late wife. Yeah. And you hold How cruel are two you? years... Was it just a game to you? Yeah. Yeah. His sister. Yeah, she's. A, she really needs help. She is a deep, dark person who does those sort of things to to a family member, no less. Really, to anybody, but still, right. that's that's really right. Oof. Oof. Well, and you know, Anna's got some issues. We'll see those later, but uh, Elizabeth, I think I think Elizabeth's the true big bad of the series. Let's put it that way. Ah, Garibaldi's memory has been jogged loose. I'm sure he knows. Right. 
She already knows. Yeah, of course she knows. Why didn't they mention this in the last season? That the Psycor endorsed Clark, right? Yeah. And it makes me wonder if this is something that they just decided to throw in. Oh, I'm sure it is. Yeah. Alright, yeah, are you going to write every once in a while? Not hold off on any video messages that you have? I know. Yeah. Anything important? You're right, right. Hey, lose some weight, will you? I know. Yeah. Whatever you do. Stop attacking that garden. Because, yeah, attacking the hydroponic garden on B5 is going to make you gain a ton of weight. I know. Right? None of that made sense. No. Not at all. Music Factory. Yeah, I really think you're right. I think they got some really red saturated um, contacts here. Mm-hmm. It's Yates. That's what it is. He's reading Yates. One of my favorite poets. See, if this was on YouTube Premium, I could speed this up. He was transferred an hour and a half ago. Well. Nope. It's Psychor. Psychor. I mean, they can be as upset as they want, but this is about their security. Mm hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, this episode really sets up that that opposition between uh Jakar and Wando. It really does. It does. Yeah. And then uh we're about to get the geometry of shadows next. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. 
so that. Does that one introduce the Technomages? I think that one introduces the Technomages, doesn't it? Isn't, uh, what's know. his name? Elric in there or something like that? I mean, I guess we'll have to see next week. Yeah, we'll have to see next week. That's true. And with that, I think uh, I think we're pretty much done. What what did you think of this episode? Anything that you wanna wanna talk about before we before we leave? Yeah, yeah, I want to retract how mean I was at the end because the truth is, Psychor is pretty hard to detect. So yeah, usually their security is pretty lax, and I give you evidence A the mirror instead of the camera. But uh, yeah, Psychor getting through, they shouldn't be blamed for that. It's just going to happen. Well, and of course, this is all setting up. What was supposed to come after the War with the Shadows, which was basically a Psychor war. Um, and there were books that revolved around that, that basically were about um, Garibaldi going after Vester. Um, it's too bad we never got to see that, though. Maybe we'll yeah. get to see it in the new series, but we'll have to see. Someone's going after Psychor and the whole Psychor thing. Yeah, maybe, but I also hope that they go harder with aliens, too. Like, yes. Psychor is cool, and it's kind of cheap sci-fi, uh, but, like, yeah, I want to see something new and spectacular. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. So, you know, I think I I think I mentioned everything during the episode that I wanted to point out. You know, I think the use of WB Yates is is huge. Um, you know, and I think um, I think setting up that opposition of Londo and Jakar is massive. Right, we're really getting into this. It's no longer Jakar playing the heel as he was originally set up at the beginning of the first episode as he's really coming into his own and really starting to become the one who is sounding the alarm you know and making it clear that something is wrong something is off so yeah all right until next week until next week folks we are done here hope you enjoyed uh our 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 discussion about revelations and uh we'll be seeing you uh, talk to you later that a yawn that was a yawn yeah that wasn't <laughs> yawn that was a bad dad joke sort of like uh, but you know anyhow all right see you later folks bye bye
Thanks for listening to Babylon Squared, a weekly Babylon 5 rewatch podcast. Your hosts are Mona Lucius and me, Joffrey Spurl. If you're already a subscriber, we're thrilled to have you. Please tell your B5 and science fiction loving friends about us. If you aren't yet a subscriber, what are you waiting for? This podcast is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 4.0 International License. Thanks again. We really do appreciate your support. Make sure to tip your waiters.